Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry. And today we have Karen Gray, uh, Karen Gray, Executive Mindset Coach. Uh, welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, thank you. Make sure my mic's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to have you on the show. There was a bit of technical, I think, the lag. So I was just waiting for that lag to be over. Otherwise, uh, generally, uh, these, uh, such introductions are a bit more, you know, energetic. <laughs> so, you got to love technology I'm, on a Monday here. Right, right. So welcome to the show. Welcome to India. Welcome to, you know, welcome to the all the audience and I'm sure a lot of people will benefit out of you, not only today, but later on when the show is shared everywhere, including audio. My first question to you, uh, Karen, yes. is that we'll, we'll be coming about to how to create a life you don't need to escape from. And you, you keep on talking about that to leaders and a lot of clients that you have. But first, let's start it this way. In two days' time, there is this International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So this thing you know imposter syndrome it's like catching up i get to hear it more and more so is imposter syndrome equally there between men and women how about its impact on women let's understand this let's start the show with that aspect yeah. and then we'll dig deeper into the leadership topics that, that's a great place to start. Um, I think both men and women, in my experience, can deal with or, or be challenged by a feeling of feeling like an imposter or feeling like, you know, I'm really not what I'm trying to be. Um, but I definitely, definitely see it more with women, in part because women are, we're just created to be more emotional beings. And we are more of this, um, the nature of being part of a, a, a group, right? We like to go to the bathroom together. We like to work together. Women like to be a part of each other and are generally pack mammals, right? We want to be a part of this something. And so I care as a woman what the women in my life think. And it, that's not a bad thing. That's a healthy thing as long as it's productive. But when it becomes destructive, now that's when we get into this feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough, whatever it is. That's a whole nother issue. But that is something that's not unique to women, but definitely impacts women more. Okay. Okay. Because around women, around Women's Day, a lot of mm -hmm. talk is also about women empowerment. Right. And a lot of women uh, rightly deserve their place to be at the top. And more and more, more women should come into the workforce, get the position that they, they so much truly deserve. So is, uh, why? because you will be answering a lot of questions with the type of uh, leadership that we have everywhere. Everywhere women is not the top person. And there are a lot of strong, powerful Many a times, men also. So, yeah. is imposter syndrome when we talk of leadership? Because you uh, you support leaders to take advantage of their team strength, and sometimes 
their teams can consist of even uh, very high achiever achiever women not the top position but very strong women is imposter syndrome about losing your own self confidence or is it that in several places it's this imposter syndrome is almost imposed by people around you and if you are at at a certain level where you are in the achieving situation and could be leading or challenging the top spot many pe many people may not be very comfortable how do you look at such scenarios because we keep on getting to hear about you know not not an equal uh, working atmosphere or place for women it, it was time that we discussed this especially you know with women's day very much around the corner right yeah so this is international women's month so thank you for recognizing that and what women are really speaking up and rising up in this month to do is to just make aware the disparity and where i'll speak to that first and then we'll talk about the imposter but where a woman and a man might apply for the same position or have the same position within um similar companies a man's going to in in most cases be paid more than a woman for the exact same experience exact same position and so that's really what we're when we say we want equal rights or equal pay that's what really what we're talking about women have to work 18 months longer to make the same i'm sorry 18 months to make the same amount that a man would make in 12 months now it's not to say that she isn't worth the same it just has taken time for this evolution of seeing the value um lots of issues lots of topics that that come aside from that but women in leadership tend to be viewed differently so if a man is strong he's seen as a strong leader if a woman is strong she's seen as too aggressive so it's just this perspective and this um persona of a strong woman versus a strong man we expect a man to be a leader when a woman leads um that creates just a different environment and so we are really as a um as women trying to support women in other positions now oftentimes we as women are our own worst enemies because that's where the imposter syndrome rises up and that's usually not from just our own thoughts or the people around us but that's really things that have been imparted to us and put upon us thoughts in our head and um a belief system that started much much younger as a child we we were told you know be don't be too bright don't be too loud don't you're too noisy you're too this you're too that or women can't do that girls can't do this that's a boy's thing you know so all of these ideas are pressed upon us and create this feeling of i can't do something or i'm not as good as and then add on top of that any kind of financial disparity if you grew up in a household that had a different money mindset than what you want to have as an adult so let's say your parents really struggled financially and you were taught you know we have to be really careful with money they were trying to do well by you but as an adult you may see that as an i can't have luxury things because i didn't grow up that way 
So really, the imposter mindset is something that we're taught to have, which means the great part of that is we can teach ourselves to have a different mindset. Right, right, Karin. So if you walk into a situation like this, you Mm -hmm. are an executive mindset, certified life and business coach. You are the founder and CEO of Gray Legacy Partners. Yes. You keep on getting a lot of work. You work with uh, business owners, executives, and that includes both men and women. In a situation like this, if you find, and they certainly need help, mm-hmm. and not not just normal employee, but the leadership, what would you, how would you advise them, especially women, to take care of themselves, their mind, as well as, you know, Ensure softly of the people who are actually creating a difficult environment, which is leading to not so productive results for the company overall, because it impacts everyone and impacts not only lives in office, mm-hmm. but at home. Yeah. So if they're in a position to make a change, then I fully support them to begin that change with them. So if they're at the top, change begins with them. And that begins with them seeing their own value and then to begin recognizing the value in others. As such, I'm not comparing myself. I'm also not trying to be anything but who I am and seeing that their worth, their abilities and everything is tied into their inherent value, which was God-given. It's not because of anything they've earned. It's not because of anything they've achieved. It's truly inherent because of just who they are and the spirit that they possess. And so if they're in that position, they can change the culture from the top down. Now, if you have a situation, let's say you're a mid-level manager or you know, you're a, um, a junior manager or you're just starting from the bottom, then really that change just begins with you and you just begin to show up differently in places. And that, again, it all starts with how you see yourself. I call that, you know, we have IQ, intellectual awareness. We have EQ, emotional intelligence or awareness. And then I teach and coach around VQ, value awareness or value intelligence. And that's seeing your own inherent value and the impact that that has on how you determine your worth how you determine your your ability with um, earning and how you receive and manage money. It's all so intricately linked. But when we see ourselves as being valuable, it doesn't matter what the outside world thinks. We begin to step into that place, thus becoming more valuable to those that we impact. Right, Karen. Now, let's again touch this topic, but in a different manner. Yeah. You talk about, you know, accepting your gifts and imperfections and Mm -hmm. here we'll go with men and women together and you specialize in supporting leaders to take advantage of their team strength and you are passionate with about working with alpha men to better understand and work with women yes how do both men and women and especially you know men who are high achievers here at an early age i don't exactly understand what alpha men is so I've heard this topic many, many <laughs> years, but I've never ventured out. And if I did it, I forgot about it. So I don't exactly know what alpha men is, but I can understand a lot of young achievers are here. 
how would you yeah. tell them in today's time how to work together towards a common mission and yeah. that is the benefit not only about the bottom lines but the heart of the matter here is that it impacts so many employees too okay. they have families even the people who are taking decisions they have families they need to have a life and that is where we are talking about you know so create a life uh, to that so that you don't need to escape from it and that impacts your overall uh, people mm. around you and that also impacts societies a bad leadership or a bad mm. mindset can create problems a lot of you know it can create mm. a lot of ripples in the society itself yeah it can it can ruin a culture it can ruin a family um so let's define alpha first so we call or refer to alpha as a really strong masculine presence and so um everyone has we are all energy we are energetic beings um we have a heartbeat you know we have this vibrational energy that we have we have a masculine energy and a feminine energy everyone women can possess a stronger masculine energy presence so masculine energy is the energy that gets stuff done right we're out there moving and shaking and making things happen that's that strong masculine presence or masculine energy we all possess it more feminine energy is more of the nurturing energy more of the receiving more of the comforting the listening the acknowledging the holding space for those challenges so a alpha man or someone that's really strong in their masculine energy and an alpha woman who is really strong in her masculine energy can really butt heads and so in those situations the awareness that this is what's happening right you're not trying to make me wrong you're just trying to be your best self so my greatest recommendation for that is to stay in your lane stay in your zone of genius so if i'm really really good just because i can do many things doesn't mean i'm really good at all of them or that i even enjoy them and so when an organizations really look at number 1 what are your skill sets what are the things you're really good at naturally but then what do you love to do what are the things you want to do when you can put someone in a place a position a, a responsibility that is in alignment with what they value and what they love people begin to prosper people begin to rise to the top and they begin to do things above and beyond what they're asked to do and when you have an organization that sees people as valuable with the things that they're naturally gifted at and passionate about that's when everything begins to just rise together so um a rising tide lifts all boats so let's rise together doing the things that we truly love so when you have a a leadership that can recognize okay i can do all things but what i enjoy doing is the money or i enjoy working on the numbers i enjoy working with the people so a great leader will find people that can do the things that they don't want to do or that they aren't gifted at and so really finding those people that are the key missing 
puzzle pieces of your organization is where a team can just rise together and shine as a organization, as a group, and give everybody an opportunity to do what they truly love, not just the job they applied for. Right, right. And that's, that's how you create a life that you love. When I'm doing something I love, I don't have to escape from it. I want to do it. So right. if I just do a job because it's a task, then I'm missing an opportunity to do what I feel like my soul was destined to do. So if you're in that place and you're facing a, a job or you're dreading Mondays, right? You get Monday-itis, we call it. I hate Mondays. I don't want to go to work then revisit two things. What is the, the question you need to ask yourself? Is this something I love? And am I doing what I'm called to do? That's where I would start for everyone that's listening to this. Are you doing what you're called to do? And do you love it? And if the answer is no, then maybe look at what it is that you truly love to do and find an opportunity to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like I love uh, doing this uh, podcast and it mm -hmm. is a Monday, but I was looking forward to it. It's not a money, manic Monday, but it is right. a very, very happy Monday talking yes. to you, Karen, for sure. Thank and you. this is, I guess, everybody have to find exactly what they love to do. Again, to ask you, uh, Karen, is what sort of problems do uh, these teams come to you? Uh, and again, to add to that is the delegation part. Why is it that some people find it very difficult to delegate and then deprive themselves of getting the full power of their team strength. The team is very capable. People hire very yeah. capable people. So why is it so? Is it less in women, men? Who does it impact more? And then again, linking it to the gifts and imperfections. Is it, what is your gift how do I know what is my gift? Mm. How do I know whether what is my imperfection? Because sometimes a workaholic it, it may feel that, okay, this is this is my gift. I can work very hard. But at the end, uh, another way, if you look at it, it may impact your relationships. So that Absolutely. can become an imperfect. So how do you balance it out when you look at individuals and advise them who are actually very high achievers? I think that the key for me has been, um, is there peace and is there joy? And so just like you said, you look forward to this. It's not a manic Monday. Um, if you have an opportunity to serve someone and you love it, you can work yourself to the bone, but you feel so much joy and satisfaction. That's a great sign that that's a, a good place. But if you dread it, if you step into a room and there's immediately this um, dread or your energy is just drained, just being in a space, that's a great sign that this is not perhaps the right environment for you. It doesn't mean that you can't do the job. It doesn't mean you can't do the job well, but if it absolutely drains your soul and doesn't recharge or spark your soul, then or bring joy, life, laughter, fun, we can work really, really hard and do really, really well in the wrong environment and that doesn't make for a great life. And so it's really about priorities. What do you want? Because you can sit in, a, in an opportunity and be financially successful 
and emotionally bankrupt. And so it's really identifying what's important to me. What's, what's my priority in this space or in this life, this short little life that I get? Do I want to live a life of purpose? Do I want to live a life that matters to me? And am I doing that? And if I'm not, what do I want to do about that? Because everything is a choice. We get the choice to stay here. What thoughts coming up? Do I love this? Do I dread it? What do I want to do? And so we have the option to make a different choice. If where we are isn't in alignment with what we value, I always go back to my values because I feel like our values and who we are created to be. And if you don't know what that is, just really... I, I recommend if you're not meditating, you have to really find a time to listen to the thoughts that are coming up. Are these thoughts saying the same thing over and over again? This is not the right space. These are not the right people. This is not where I need to be. And if you're not listening to that, that will impact your health. When you're living out of alignment, it impacts your health. It impacts your weight, your finances, your satisfaction of life. And when all of those, when you're just like, I hate my life. This is my gift to you today. Make a different choice. You can change it. Right. Right, Karen. Well said. People, it's a beautiful life and this is a life to love. Maybe mm. even with perfect imperfections, whatever way we might be mm. seeing it, but it's actually God who has made it the best way that was possible even yeah. for him. Absolutely. And yeah, and sorry to interrupt. Um, oftentimes we are in a situation where we don't have a choice with our job, right? We have to make money. We have to support our family. And so we are in a situation we can't change right now. And that's okay. Begin to find other ways to find joy. So if I can't change my job, I have to have this job to make ends meet. Find other ways to serve your calling. So if your calling is art, find ways to do art. If your calling is music, find ways to do music outside of your job that will bring you joy so that you're not just limited to get up, work, go home, sleep. Find ways to give back. And when I find that someone is so unhappy and miserable, it's because they're 100% focused on them. And so when you look outside of yourself, okay, I'm miserable, how can I focus on making a difference for someone else? What else can I give? Even if it's just a song for a stranger, even if it's an art, I'll draw something and give it away. Or I can begin to sell it on the side and begin to make money as I'm finding a way out of this financial position I'm in right now. Begin to focus on others. And when we are others focused, others centered, you begin to find joy that you didn't even know was there. Right, Karen. Well said. Well said. This was it, it was time you said that because this is such a, a profound statement. Mm -hmm. And because I was about to come to the home setting from the work setting. May it is it is what we uh, we want to work we work so hard for. And sometimes talking of dread, some people are uh, when they are single or lonely, they dread going back to home to their house. Right. And sometimes even the relationships are so lonely that you dread going back to again in the same relationship or whatever. Why is it that uh, 
people who are successful in uh, especially let's talk about the people who have achieved a certain degree of success why is it that the life at home or relationship it does not seem so bright because here we are talking about a life that you don't need to escape from but right. we seem to be escaping in several cases we find people are escaping even if they are not escapists yeah. how does it work how to make that part better because that is where perhaps which is the most important part i i totally agree it's the most important part um i believe it's it's back to that what i just said when we're focused so hyper focused within and we're looking at meeting a certain need or measuring up to a certain thing to achieve in those moments we lose focus on what really matters and so if i'm working and and i'm i'll say this i'm guilty of it too i will work and work and work because i find joy and satisfaction and i get a personal reward from what i do as a coach and i will work on that so deeply and miss the opportunities with my my family often because i don't step away and i have to remind myself or i'm very very blessed that my husband or my my children will remind me hey mom like this is why you do this right like oh yep okay thank you that that's a reality check but we oftentimes create a life that we do want to escape from so then we hyper focus on the things outside of it so again you have a choice if you have a home life that isn't what you love and you don't want to run back to it ask yourself why is it something i'm avoiding is it something i've created what can i do to make that change and sometimes that change simply begins by prioritizing that person in your life um meeting their needs being others focused so what is it that if i'm alone who can i focus on maybe i need to focus on um of a, a volunteer organization where i can pour my my private time into youth or seniors or a cause or a charity that i care about where i can number 1 meet other people who are like minded so maybe there's someone else that cares about this too but to just get outside of myself and make my life about something other than me that's where you can find the purpose that's where you can find just joy and happiness because when we're only focused on the things that aren't going well that's exactly what your brain's going to look for that's exactly what your brain's going to find and it just perpetuates the problem right karen right there is you know you this has been, this is a useful discussion i'm sure will be for a lot of people but then there is so much still to learn from you yeah. you uh, you have this group coaching program tell us about that you also have a rock movers podcast what rock you know obviously it 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 is like moving rocks yes. it, and you know if you can do something good for somebody mm -hmm. and even relationships can be like moving rocks if the relationship is not going great so you nearly need to yeah. so tell us about this and then how do people connect with you to get professional help best professional help or also to just to know more about you know from you what yeah. you do so that Thank they can Thank you AJ. Um so yes, I do have a I have been coaching one-on-one -on -one for 14 years. I've done it part-time and then launched full-time back in 2020. And 
uh, I am launching a group program now where we're really diving into this mindset and value and worth so that we can have the finances and the life that we truly love and that we don't want to escape from. That's launching March 30th. I still have a few seats left on that group. So if you're interested in that, you can reach me. My website is coachkarengray.com and you can search for the, the group program there, apply to um, apply to be a part of that. And really it's just the application is, are you committed? Are you committed to making a change and showing up for you? And if you are, then um, you know we'll make the talk about the finances and look at what that looks like for you. But beyond that, you can follow me on my Rock Movers podcast where we talk about moving the rocks out of our bag. The rocks are the challenges that we're carrying around, the things that are so heavy. How do we move those out of our bags and just carry the lessons rather than the rocks? And then um, I'm on all social media feeds at Coach Karen Gray, and you can see how it's spelled on the on the screen, but it's K-A-R-E-N-G-R-A-Y. Right, Karen. Right. My last question to you, Karen, is that yes. you work with so many people with so many mm -hmm. problems. And so how do you calibrate your own mind so that it does not get too much influenced by the problems you solve? Mm -hmm. And that how do you work your way out of this and keep your own mindset very much aligned to exactly what you want to be yeah. in terms of professional work as well as your family. I know your children help you, but <laughs> that that is one part. You cannot mm -hmm. help yourself if you don't want to be helped by anyone. Absolutely. Thank you for recognizing that because first off, we're all human. So we all have those moments, even with all the personal development and all the personal work I've done trying to heal my own wounds as a child and the things that I've gone through. And I was adopted when I was born. So that definitely created that imposter syndrome or that feeling of lack. Um, one, I have uh, two coaches. So I have an executive coach and a business coach, or I have a, a mindset coach and a business coach. So I'm invested in coaching for myself. So I have someone that holds me accountable. I believe in that 100%. But then also, I have tools that when I recognize and just being aware when I recognize things are happening or I get in those cycles, then I stop and I recenter. Um, I also recenter every day with the mindfulness and meditation. I do gratitudes and affirmations every morning, every night. I listen to positive things. I just feed my mind with positive things that keep me in alignment with the path that I want to go. I, I totally believe that we are who we believe we are. And so I keep those things in front of me and keep people in my life that hold me accountable to those things that I say I want to do and the person that I say that I'm going to be. So it's not just ever one thing. It's always about the environment and our intentions and then our actions. Right, right. When you start thinking about others, there will be enough people around you who will hold you accountable to happiness. Absolutely. That's what I can understand. Yeah, absolutely. And just choosing those people very carefully, the people who have an opportunity to speak into my life or that give me um, advice, I choose those people very carefully. They are people who uplift me, who encourage me, who inspire me, who speak life into me. 
they're not someone that's going to drag me down or be narcissistic or abusive. Those people I don't allow in my life. They're just, they're not allowed in my inner circle. And I invite them to leave if they become that way. Wonderful. Wonderful. On this positive note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank, Thank you so you. much indeed for joining Thank you, us. AJ. I appreciate you. Thank you.